happy Thursday, friends, or whatever day you are listening. Welcome back to For the Elevate. I am your host, Ellie Topinka. I am so glad you're here. Today, I am talking to an old friend, Adam. Adam and I have been friends since middle school, but he also happens to be married to one of my very best friends, which is extra fun. In this conversation, we talk about him becoming a father for the first time and how he and his wife, Kylie, decided to have him stay at home. From one kid to three, Adam is a veteran stay-at-home parent and has some wonderful insight to this fulfilling and sometimes very difficult job. And like me, Adam found himself wanting to find a hobby that was just for him. And I think you may be surprised by what it is. Let's get into it. Hi, Adam. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. So I kind of explained this in my intro a little bit, but Adam and I have been friends for, gosh, I don't, I'm horrible at math, but since middle school, Mm, (laughs) we'll we'll say that. (laughs) Um, And he is now married to one of my best friends, which is super fun. Um, And so when I was kind of thinking through my people that I wanted to interview, you were honestly one of my top five. And I know, I know, but mostly because I think that, you know, you have such a cool story and we'll get into it. Um, we're going to be talking today about how Adam is a stay at home dad and, um, kind of how that came about and how he has managed that for the last, well, how old is Dempsey? Seven? Yeah. He's almost, almost six. Yeah. Almost so, six, almost six. Yeah. So for the last six years. So, um, we're going to be talking about that, but before we dive into it, I just kind of want to have you introduce yourself and share anything you want. Yeah. Um, yeah. My name is Adam. Um, like Ellie said, I grew up uh, same town as Ellie, uh, married my high school sweetheart, Kylie. Um, we have three amazing kids, um, Dempsey, who is five, uh, Colette is three, and Sullivan um, is six months. So um, that's And I still crew. haven't met her, and I'm so yeah. sad. I can't wait to squeeze her. She's so sweet. Yes. Yes, um, she's amazing. yes she is. So, so we're going to be talking about you being a stay at home dad. And um, first though, I do kind of want to know, I mean, I know that you are the youngest in your family. You have an older brother. So obviously you don't have any younger siblings that you were maybe helping take care of or like saw, you know, baby life a lot. Um, but did you have any other experience with kids prior to having your own kids? Um, no, very little. <laughs> um, little to like, none. Uh, basically, pretty much like held a baby or two here and there. Um, no, I was very much like, you know, like, uh, not a huge baby guy. Um, and so, of course, Kylie, you know, when her friends would have babies or she would have babies, she'd always try and get me to hold it. Oh, yeah. Um, of course, because you always do that, right? Right. Um, and it it was fine. You know, like there were a couple of times where I was like super nervous and stuff. Um, but then actually uh, when we were in Vegas, we lived in Las Vegas for a bit. Um, one of our really good friends there, they had a son um, who was not quite a baby, you know, so I wasn't worried about yeah. like dropping him or, you know like causing serious injury <laughs> like breaking um, him yeah you gotta right. know too yeah. adam is so, um six five you're six five yeah yeah he's a big dude so i yeah. can understand this tiny little being that makes exactly. sense exactly yep yeah so um he that their uh son was kind of like the first 
um, kid that I spent, you know, a decent amount of time with and got to hang out with. So um, that was like the very brief uh, introduction to, you know, children before (laughs) having my own. Right. Well, and I think that's important to know because I think for a lot of guys, they're not typically, you know, babysitting, you know, like I grew up babysitting and was, was doing that for years and years and years before I ever had kids. I have nieces and nephews and things like that. So, but I think it tends to be men are not as comfortable with babies in general, um, or tend to not have like that natural instinct. So, yeah. Um, so I'm curious. So you and Kylie, um, got pregnant when you were out in Vegas, um, with Dempsey. And when you guys were out there, Kylie was still in school, correct? Yep. Trying to think of timelines. Okay. Yep. So kind of what was, if you just want to talk through what was your guys's conversation around like childcare and what, and I guess touch on a little bit what you were doing at the time for your job. Yeah. Yeah. So at the time, um, I was working full time um, for uh, like an IRA custodian, which is kind of boring work. But so I was working full time. uh, Nobody wants to get into that. I was working full time. (laughs) Kylie was in school uh, full time. Basically, you know, she was at the time taking classes and I um, think also seeing um, like clients and patients then. Mm -hmm. Um, So she had a pretty big workload and then you know I was working uh like a nine to five um and so we were ready to have kids um and when Dempsey came um Kylie was able to it worked out well she was able to kind of like stack her schedule so um she would be working and like taking classes uh three what was it three days a week Three days a week, she was, uh, no, just two days, sorry. Um, Two days, she was, like, basically from, like, 7 a.m. to, like, 7 at night, like, out of the house, like, working and then taking classes. And so then those three days, she was able to stay home with MC, which was super nice. And then the two days, we had uh, friends from church that would watch her, watch Dempsey, um, two older ladies who, you know, didn't have, their kids were grown and out of Right. Oh, that's nice. I don't think I remember that. Okay. So then from there, you guys, when did you decide, like, you know, I'm going to stay home. This is what's best for, and I guess maybe talk through that, why, why that was even part of the decision. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Five years after Vegas, uh, or five years in Vegas, Kylie finished up her program. She was um, moving into like her internship year, um, which is like a whole matching process. So like you sort of like rank where you want to go and all the schools like rank their um, potential um, interns and sort of just get matched up and that's where you end up. Right. Yeah. So you guys didn't know where you were going. Yeah. So it was like we were moving down to Houston um and it's like for one year and then you could potentially move somewhere else right um so with you know trying to find like a new job and child care and then potentially you know by the time you do all that oh we're moving to a new city yeah. uh, <laughs> right. it kind of yeah. just made sense for us to um you know for me to stay home uh it was like I wasn't like loving my job you know it was like fine but um 
you know i yeah it wasn't it wasn't wasn't a hard goodbye yeah i was like that's yeah i'm more than happy to you know spend a ton of time with mc and be able to hang out with him um you know my thought was you know for a year and sort of go from there yeah um and that was yeah just about five years ago so (laughs) i've stayed home trucking along (laughs) yeah (laughs) which i think it's been great i mean yeah um yeah it's just sort of Kylie and I joke because we were you know talking about that the other night it's like man did you think you know like when you first stopped working that you know you would be out of the you know quote-unquote workforce this long and right. no not really but um it's been super great you know we've had two other kids since then so um you know just knowing that like one of us is going to be home and like caring for them I feel like has made you know the the decision to have more kids you know easy yeah. to do um, yeah I see that. because like childcare is expensive and like adding like a whole nother you know person to the family unit is like a big thing so um having like kind of that constant of me being here has helped a lot yeah it's just kind of a nice stable you know what to expect I mean it's crazy like just going to childcare a little bit like when we got pregnant we weren't really sure, you know, what we wanted to do or how, what we were going to do. I was working remote for the company in Tennessee and Mm -hmm. I loved my work and I was, you know, so fulfilled by it, but it just didn't make sense financially for us because childcare is so expensive that it really, even just for one kid, you know, it really wasn't going to make sense for us financially for me to continue work. Um, It just didn't add up. So I can't imagine, you know, adding more kids to the mix. Like, yes, it just, just kind of makes sense. So I do kind of want to talk a little bit about how it was for you just becoming a dad. Like not only are you just becoming a dad for the first time, but you're then leaving the workforce and then being a dad, which everyone's a dad full time, but (laughs) you know what I mean? Like fully caring, you know, really in it all day, every day every night, that kind of thing. So just kind of in general, how did your dad experience start? How did you enjoy yeah, it? Yeah, it was good. Um, I mean, it was a little wild when Dempsey was born because we were living out in Las Vegas at the time. And so it was like no other family was around us. Yeah. Everybody else was back in Michigan. So, you know, it was really just me and Kylie. Um, and I, you know, had basically a half understanding of what was going on. So it was kind of <laughs> just Kylie helping a lot kind of pulling both of us along we look back on it and we liked you know that time like I feel like um Dempsey was born with like a few like health complications and so we had to spend a little bit of time in the NICU um but just like having both of us there like it sort of like helped our bond grow closer you know and yeah that moment of like there's not you know like grandparents aren't you know trying to step in and you have no one but each other you know it's like so we just kind of have each other so that was um good and you know i uh appreciated that time um but yeah just becoming a dad it was tons of fun um i mean definitely challenging you like are basically you know learning on the fly um Mm -hmm. but and then things are always changing too i guess you know like because they grow so fast that it's like by the time you think you have it figured out you know like (laughs) something changed here comes like a sleep regression and you're like oh that's fine you know last time this worked and oh no that doesn't work this time or yeah you know so I think yeah I joke with Jordan all the time that like when Chandler was really little I would 
be like, okay, this is the formula that worked perfect yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So this is what we're going to do. We have to lay him down at this time. You can't lay him down with his head that way. You got to lay him down with his head this way. Just like so crazy. And that's just not how it works. Unfortunately, like you think you can find that perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just not going to schedule. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be every day is going to be a little different. So yeah. um, Yeah. I feel like once you learn that, yeah. And understand that it goes much quicker that you're it like, does. Oh, like yeah. it's not going to work out or like, Absolutely. you know, like things yeah. are going to change and right. you're okay. For with sure. That. I actually remember very clearly the day that Dempsey was born because you text me at like, Oh my gosh, it was so early in the morning. It was like five something in the morning. And, um, because I remember it clearly cause I was working a work event where I had to be there. So I actually was up and you had texted like a group of Kylie's good friends and just said like, Hey, we're in labor, you know, Kylie's in labor, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then you texted later and said, we have a baby boy. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, I was freaking out. I was so excited. And um, yeah. And we don't need to get into too much, but yeah, I mean, having Dempsey had some of those health issues, I'm sure just was another layer of like stress and, anxiety for both of you. And I know that that was a really difficult time. So even just becoming a new dad is a, and a new mom is enough, but then having to then have this extra layer of things that you're worrying about, I just we cannot imagine. Um, but you have rocked the stay at home dad life, like you said, for the last five plus years. Um, in your opinion, what is the best part of staying home? And then what is the hardest part of staying home? Yeah. Um, I think the best part of it is, um, just sort of being present, you know, for all the little things, um, that you might miss, you know, if you're at work and then you come home and you're kind of just doing like the dinner bed, you know, routine. Yeah. Um, so just sort of like being there for, uh, you know, the naps and, um, getting to go to like the doctor's appointments. Um, the two oldest ones are in school now. So it's like fun to like take them to school and like be able to pick them up and like hear about their day and, um, uh, getting to do outings with them, you know, going to the parks and like we're in St. Louis now and they have so many, you know, uh, cool things to do. There's like a free zoo. Houston had a free zoo. Yes. Um, so like getting to, you know, get outside and just sort of like do all those experiences that, you know, maybe would be saved for like a weekend that you can just do on like a Tuesday afternoon. Right. Um, you know, and stuff like that. And so, um, I would say just being present, um, for a lot of the little things, um, and trying not to take that for granted is, uh, the best part. Yeah. Um, I agree completely. The hardest part, um, I would say it sort of just feels like you're always on, you know, yeah. like, um, as like, cause like as stay at home parent, like that's kind of like my main role. So I feel like that's like always what I'm doing. Um, and then like the weekend comes, but you know, you're still on, you know, as the parent and stuff. So <laughs> right. it's like, not, <laughs> there's no, yeah. there's, there's no, no like, like clocking in and clocking out. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. And obviously, I mean, and Kylie has, um, kind of a demanding work schedule, you know, in some ways. Um, So like during the week, it's, you know, when she's home and then you guys share morning stuff, share, you know, bedtime stuff. And then on the weekends you share stuff, but that really does mean like you're, I think for me, 
mine is very much the same. I, I feel the same way as far as like that being the hardest, one of the hardest parts, but it also very much feels like I'm always home. <laughs> like, yeah. even yeah. though, you know, like you said, you can go out and you can do things. Sometimes what's nice about, you know, working outside of the home is you get to see, you just have a different view, like a different, yeah. you're, you're seeing different things. And so sometimes I know for me, it's like, you're, you're never clocking out, but you're also never leaving your work. <laughs> your yeah. home yeah. and your work are the exact same thing. <laughs> so that can feel very draining. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Especially, yeah, with like, and now like with winter, right? And stuff. So Ugh. it's like you're spending all the time inside because you yes. can't go outside. So, right. Yes. Yeah. We are very much looking forward to warmer weather where we oh, can get gosh. out of the house a little bit. I could not agree more. I'm slowly losing my mind. Yeah. <laughs> And Michigan, I don't know how it is down there for you guys right now, but we're in like a, like a yo-yo of it's spring, it's winter, it's spring, it's winter, yes. it's spring. Yeah. So it's like we get a tease of one day and then we're immediately back to stuck inside and cold and yeah. all the, all the crap. Um, so something that I did kind of want to discuss with you a little bit, and I actually, I haven't even talked to her about this, but I would love kind of to do a part two of this and talk to Kylie about being like a working mom and kind of yeah. talk about like the stigmas of that, but that's for another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> have to have to get on her schedule first. Yeah. Um, but I kind of wanted to talk to you a little bit about if you have felt like there are, um, and I don't know if I, I feel like it is a much more um, normal thing now to hear. I mean, but it's not, I wouldn't say it's common to hear of many stay at home dads. I feel like for the most part, you know, at least not in my circle of people that I yeah. know, you know, you are the only one I think that I, <laughs> that I know off the top of my head. Um, so have you felt any of those like kind of like kind of social like stigmas of being a stay at home dad, or have you run into anything that has felt like there's kind of some like, I don't know, weirdness about it, about how people kind of like, yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Um, I don't and know if about, not, like, that's good. Weirdness. I mean, <laughs> um, I do agree. Yeah, it is like a small circle of, you know, stay at home guys. I think down in Houston, there was like one other stay at home dad. And it was like, we were at the library at like a story time. And it was like, I saw him and he was like, you're a stay at home dad. I was like, yeah, you're a stay at home dad. And I was like, All right, perfect. <laughs> we are now like best friends. We just got to get our kids to like each other. Right. Um, so I think friendship. in that sense, like it, it can be not lonely but it, it's hard you know like I feel like stay-at-home moms like group up together you yeah. know and stuff and like um well there's even like that, there's so. even like like that was one of the things that I just kind of started brainstorming there's you know you hear a lot about like oh it's the, come to the mommy and me class and it's yeah. you know a mom and me like music class and it's called mommy and me not yeah. you know if you were to go and be like hey can I come? I'm sure they would be like, absolutely. Yeah. But it's oh yeah. Very I go, much... uh, we've been to them. Yeah. yeah. We used to... <laughs> He's uh, like, I have infiltrated Dempsey, the ladies. Yeah. In Houston, there was like a, um, not like a preschool, but sort of like we took Dempsey like once or twice a week, um, sort at like a church, sort of like a, a daycare type thing when Colette yeah. was first born. So like Colette could get some like attention and Dempsey could get, you know, uh, kind of used to time. school and his own time yeah. and stuff. And it was called, yeah, like, uh, mommy's 
uh, like Mommy's, day out or, yes, you know, or something yes, like that, I've heard or, of you know, and yes. I was like, all right, here we go. We're going to mommy's day out, you know, so <laughs> mommy's dad, day you out go with grocery daddy. shopping with, <laughs> right. With well, yeah. Um, I mean, I think that that it's kind of just interesting. Like it's, it's, a it's almost, you know, a marketing tactic because yeah. from a business standpoint or, you know, an organization or whoever's putting these things on, it's, you know, they're, I think it's interesting that it's at, as a societal norm, they're like, oh, it's for moms, like moms and kids. And yeah. that's just kind of how it's been for, you know, years and years and years. But, you know, now there are dads that choose to stay home or, or single dads, you know, that yeah. may, yeah. that may want to, you know, do things with their kids too. So it's just interesting to kind of think about that. You know, I'm in marketing, like from a marketing standpoint, like maybe we should be a little more inclusive (laughs) because it could definitely, I mean, I'm, I am very proud of you for being like, no, we're going, we're going to this mommy's day out. (laughs) I don't care if mommy's not here. We're going, I need, I need a break. Yeah. So, um, and another thing, Jordan and I were just at a restaurant the other day, and I wanted to ask you if you'd run into this. And this might not be as big of a issue in like bigger cities, which you guys have lived in a lot of bigger cities. But <laughs> we were out to eat the other night, and there was um, a group of guys at a table next to us, and they had the one guy had a baby with him. And he got up, took the baby to the bathroom, and immediately walked back out grabbed his diaper bag and walked out of the restaurant. And I was like, Oh my God, they don't have a changing table in there. Yeah. And I was like instantly so angry and like frustrated for him. Cause I'm like, first of all, he has to take his, it's winter. It's cold. He has to wrap his baby up to walk outside to change a diaper in the dark in a cold car. Like, yeah, that's just ridiculous. Like that blows my mind. And not to mention if you know, that's basically saying like, oh, there are no single dads or there are no, you know, same sex relationship, you know, two dads yeah. have a kid. Yeah, there's no that, reason. Yeah. For right. Like, to, yeah. There's, no, there's, <laughs> there's no way that there would need to be a changing table in a men's room like that yeah. just blows my mind. Have you run into things like that? Um, I was trying to think. I mean, I think there has been not that I can remember uh, for yeah. the most part, like the places that we've been to has like a changing table or I was trying to think, I feel like I've changed somebody's diaper, like on my lap. Like I just oh, like, no. like put the mat down. It wasn't like a <laughs> super messy situation or anything, right. but just like, you know, right. like swapped it out and we were good to go. Um, but yeah, but still like that. I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like that, you know, or right. Or like, there'll be times where, um, you know, I'll take, the kids grocery shopping or something like that. Um, and you know, now that I have three, it's a little bit wild, but, um, you know, before, <laughs> like when it was like one or two, you <laughs> yeah. know, like people would like look at me and be like, Oh, like, um, you know, like running errands with dad or, you know, like, Oh, that's so sweet that you're taking care of your kids. I feel oh, like my. almost like I was like getting like more, Yes. You know, like praise. Ooh, and I'm like, I'm just to, grocery yes. shopping. Like there's we like need to talk ten, about this. Ten other ten other moms in here with kids. Like you don't need to like that is something... give me like kudos, you know, because right. I'm trying like, to get you know what? Round you know, of applause, for... Adam, for just doing the basic life <laughs> right, skills yeah. of basic, a partnership. Bare minimum. Here we go. <laughs> you are the husband of the year. Yeah. Um yep. no, it's funny though that you say that because 
I um, have realized, so in my group of friends down here, and this is to no fault of their own. Like this is again, like I think society has made us this way just naturally. Like we had a girl's night and somebody was like, oh, where's Chandler tonight? And I was like, well, he's with his dad. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, well, I, you know, oh, he's in the car. Like, duh. Like, and and that's not, I'm not trying to be rude, but like genuinely people are like, oh, you're, you, as if he's like attached to my body. I'm like, right. Yeah. Yeah. I I can leave the house without him. Um, but I asked Jordan, so I, you know, and again, it's just, this is just something that I just find so interesting. So I asked Jordan, I'm like, Hey, when you go hang out with the guys or you go to, you know, to a restaurant to watch a basketball game, did they ask you where Chandler is? And he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, do they say, where is Chandler? And they're, and he, yeah. Yeah. Right. right. And, and he's like, no, I'm like, interesting. Like, because it's just, it's just assumed oh, of course Ellie has them and she's the mom, you know? Like, right. so yeah. it's interesting that you've had that because I have had, like, we've joked, um, Jordan is amazing about, like, he has been, I will say, probably more bold than even I had been in the beginning of, like, taking Chandler places alone. Like, he was like, yeah, I'm going to take him here and I'm going to do this. And I'm like, all right, power to you. Get after yeah. it, you know? <laughs> um, which I think is awesome. But I would say to him, I'm like, you're like the hot dad with the kid that all the girls are like, Oh, he's watching his kid. Like, yeah, no, yeah. he's just a dad, like with a kid. Like I just don't understand. Yeah. yeah I feel like we just need to raise the bar just yeah. a little bit, you know, for <laughs> right. dads. It's like... it, it is. It's kind of, it honestly is kind of sad for dads. I'm not yeah. even going to lie. Like the, the thought that they are doing anything other than, you know, just working outside the home and coming home and waiting for a sandwich. Like (laughs) it's just crazy to me. So anyways, that is interesting that you have had that, you know, kind of reaction because I can imagine, you know, you're this big guy that has three small children in the middle of the middle of a grocery store. And people are probably like, did he steal these kids? Like where, (laughs) like where did these kids come from? Are they yours? You know, I can only imagine the things people are thinking about. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Um, so you have been a stay at home dad. So like you said, you have three kids now. Um, did anything really change for you? Like once Colette came home, I mean, I know you said you kind of would slowly start, you know, you would take Dempsey to do something else for the day and then you could focus on Colette. But like, was it, did you find it like you continued to want to stay home as you added more children or is there any part of you that's like, Oh my gosh, this is getting to be like a lot. Um, I'm asking yeah. because I'm scared of adding. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely there are days where I'm like, Oh, it would be nice to just, you know, like get out and like work like a nine to five, you know, be able get to like to get to dad. see everybody and, you know, do that sort of thing and like get out of like, the thick of it I guess you know um but those are just sort of like days that sort of like come and go you know like uh when I sit down and like think about it it's like what I really want you know like to sign them up for daycare and like to you know like sign up for like after school and like then like how much time would we really be able to like spend and stuff and um the answer is no you know um I do like, you know, like now that there's more, you know, like still being able to be here and 
honestly, like time goes so fast, yes. you know, before we know it, like they're going to be, you know, more independent. They won't right. need us as much. And so, yeah. I mean, even Dempsey now, you know, um, he's pretty much, you know, he can be, you know, you can sort of like get him set on a project and he's like good to go. Right. You know, um, which more is nice. More self-sufficient. At yeah. times, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, can for you sure. Play? And he's like, yeah, cool. <laughs> right. Um, so it's good, but yeah, I mean, it's, it goes super fast. So it's like, you have a very small window, you know, where they do need you, uh, yeah. you know, 20 hours a day, you know? So it's right. like just being able to be there during that time, um, is worth it. Yeah. Um, I would say for sure. Good. I'm glad you feel that way. Cause that's like, I think that's my biggest fear of like right now, like, yeah, you know, I feel like I'm managing, there's definitely days where I'm exhausted, but then <laughs> I am like, yeah, like you said, all those little moments like, oh, he learned how to do this today or he finally figured out that puzzle or, you know, just like little random stuff like that. It's so fulfilling to me. Um, But then I think about like adding another kid and I'm like, oh, God, like what? I I don't know. That like worries me. So I'm happy to hear (laughs) that you still feel I mean, it's it's wild. Adding another one is definitely wild, but, um, you know, it's still fun. Yeah. Because then you get like, then you get like different moments, you know, like where they hang out, where they're, oh, they're playing together for the first time. And oh, you know, they just shared, you know, without having to like prompt them to share or, you know, um, stuff. So like that, then you get like those whole other, you know, moments to enjoy and stuff. So absolutely. So in the midst of all this craziness, um, you started a new hobby that is baking yeah. and which again, such a cool like thing. And this was before he started baking before the pandemic. This was not a pandemic project. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, uh, early to the, early to the table on the bread baking. So <laughs> you, you know, were tre- kind of a trendsetter. You you know. really, yeah. You were, people were like, you know, that Adam guy, he's been baking yeah, for a year. Baking bread now. So, that, you know. so I feel like I should. I should um, exactly. So I guess I kind of am just curious, like how you got into it and why, you know, did you feel like it was, you know, it's kind of like, I feel like it started as a passion and it's kind of grown into a business. So um, if you want to kind of just talk through that and like how you kind of came to, came to baking. Yeah. Yeah. So um, at the time it was just me and Dempsey um, and he was like, we were in like good rhythm, you know, he was like taking two naps a day Mm -hmm. uh, and I just had like all this extra free time you know during the second nap and stuff so we were spending a lot of time at the library um and i've always cooking um and eating good food um and so one day i was like well maybe i'll get you know like a baking book like i have extra time during naps you know like i'm home all day like i could watch you know like get the baking and try that and see how that goes um and so I got that and I invested in like a scale um, so I could like actually weigh my ingredients. Yeah. Um, see, this is why which, baking is not my thing. Like yeah. it's so scientific. I yeah. cannot. So, yeah. So before that, I would like, you know, like, oh, that's a cup of flour or, you know, like, ah, oh, that's about, you know, like a tablespoon or whatever, you know, oh, we'll <laughs> just add a pinch of this, you know, and it would come out, you know, not bad. And I'm like, man, I just, I must not be good at baking. I don't know. I can't do it. <laughs> And so, I'm just, I'm not cut out. I just, this. I, just I can't do it. <laughs> so then finally, you know, I was like, well, maybe, you know, uh, I'll get a scale and like weigh stuff, you know, cause it, most recipes like 
show like the you know us like one cup or yeah. you know like 112 grams um and so i like weighed everything and it like came out well you know like i baked <laughs> a loaf of bread and i was like oh my gosh this is actually bread you know <laughs> Um, and so I just, you know, I really liked it, uh, just the whole process from start to finish, um, was just a lot of fun. And so I just sort of started baking, um, and then I got into like the sourdough, which is like natural yeast and, uh, everybody has like their sourdough starter, right? That yeah. they, you got to feed and try and keep alive. And so crazy stuff. that it, I mean, it blows my mind. I'm not cut yeah. out for it for sure, but I, yeah, you just got to get a scale. Yeah. Much easier. <laughs> That's what, okay. Yes. I'm learning so much. Okay. Yeah. Scale. Yeah. Step one. Got Done. it. Um, so then, so yeah, so I started getting to that, uh, really liked it. Um, and then I think we had Colette and things got crazy and then I like stopped baking and then COVID hit and it, things got even crazier. Um, and <laughs> right? so then it got then I, real like, weird, <laughs> wasn't baking. And then it was like, Oh, there's like no bread at the grocery store. And I was like, well, I guess I'll just bake a loaf, you know, um, <laughs> I got a scale, <laughs> get back into it, get my scale out. Um, and so, yeah. So I started sort of like baking again out of necessity, necessity I guess, yeah. um, because there was no bread. Um, and then, you know, I was like, oh man, I forgot. I really like this. Um, and at the time, like Kylie was finishing her program in applying to like positions for like her actual job and stuff. And so um, I was, you know, thinking like, well, you know, like what would be the next step in like learning more about this, you know, baking and stuff. And so I thought to take classes and like figure out, you know, like, okay, what, what actually should you be doing? Um, and so I signed up for classes once we figured out we were going to St. Louis at the community college. Um, and so I got my degree in um, baking and pastry. Um, Which is and then, so freaking cool that that's yeah. even like a thing that they, I mean, I guess I just assumed like anything in that realm, like you'd have to go to like a full like blown, like culinary school or something. So yeah. I have, I was very ignorant to all of this until I, until Kylie filled me in on all of your, all of your schooling, Adventures. which I think is so yeah. cool. Yeah. 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 So that was like fun. And like, that was like a good um, way for me to get out of the house. You know, yeah. at the time it was like, it was a crazy time in our life, but uh, right. so I would like, be home with the kids all day Kylie would come home at like five and then my class was at like 5 30 so it was like oh. we would like basically Pass just each like other. swap yeah. out and then like she would like do the bedtime routine and then you know um I'd come home at like 10 or whatever and we'd chit chat and then go to bed you go know yeah um, oh my god so that I was like a crazy imagine. time yeah um but it was like a good way to like learn more about baking and sort of like get out of the house and like have my own little project thing and within while I was doing that I was like still baking at home um and so I was like baking more and more bread and then I like couldn't eat enough and like (laughs) keep up with it Um, you're like force feeding your kids bread at every meal yeah you're having a double bread sandwich you know (laughs) um so I like gave some like loaves to like our neighbors and stuff you know I would like yeah hand it off and hey you're making friends in a new exactly (laughs) yep yep everybody loves bread um and so they liked it and so then I was like well I threw out like to the our block has sort of like a little Facebook group of uh 
bread club subscription for them to and i was like well maybe that way you know people can help offset the cost of flour i can bake some more and see you know like if a couple of people sign up like that'd be fun to do yeah they get like week uh, just like bake once a week and like deliver the bread um and like right off the bat like a, a bunch of people signed up more than i thought so i was baking like <laughs> at the time it was like like 10 loaves a week you know which nothing too crazy but it was like you know like almost almost every house on the home yeah yeah like that's a lot I can't even I can't even make a grilled cheese without burning it yeah (laughs) so just you know with one kid running around my feet so I can't even imagine making loaves and loaves of bread yeah yeah but it was fun like they would help deliver it and so you know like we'd walk to like just our neighbor's house and you know they'd bring the bread up to them and we'd get to like hang out and so that was like an also like a great way to like meet our neighborhood and like connect with people that way too yeah Um, it's like a passion project but also like a like a fun get to know you exactly (laughs) like greeting everyone yeah yeah so so where are you at now i mean as far as like the business goes i know you were going to like marketplaces and stuff and like kind of like the little market like a farmer's market of yep. sorts yeah um, there's a, a pretty big farmer's market right by our house we live right by a park um so there's a farmer's market in the park um that i did last year uh i did like uh like half the season 10 dates or something of it last year um so i'm gonna sign up again and so that's starting up soon so um that'll get like crazy again like baking all day and stuff for that um so yeah so right now i'm just going to the market and then um i signed i did like the bread subscription thing again, yeah. yeah um and then extended it to people like outside of our neighborhood um there's a uh like a restaurant bar um thing on our block and the owner like signed up for the bread club um so he kind of like knew that I was like baking so I'd reached out to see if like that could be like a pickup point for people oh yeah that's a great idea so that like a bunch of random people aren't like coming to my house to get bread and stuff um so he was okay with that because you know he would like people you know coming in and stopping in and stuff so he was cool with it um so I've been doing that the last two months um and that's been going well and fun um much it's like easy to like bake and then it's nice I can just sort of like take it there and drop it off and not yeah. have to you know like stand outside or you know like wait for <laughs> right. people and stuff like kind of at the market yeah um so that's yeah and then the market's coming up so that's just kind of where I'm at now yeah uh, I've been I guess sort of like uh not struggling but like I feel like you get into something and then like you want to like go you know like full steam and so like I sort of like it's like a balance between like oh I need to like bake more and like oh maybe I can like make connections you know with like restaurants and like supply bread for them and like oh if I add like another bake day maybe I could get more people and it's like trying to like balance like oh I really like this and I want to like grow it versus like you're a stay-at-home dad kind of like first and then a baker you know and so it's like balancing those two things oh uh, yeah that's kind of how I mean genuinely that's how I feel about the podcast so like yeah you you have your baking as like a passion project that's something that like you really enjoy and I that's kind of why I got into this is because I also needed something I'm like Mm -hmm. okay I need something creative I want to do something just for me 
Um, and now, I mean, it's been going really well, but it's funny because people truly, truly, I just wanted to do this like for fun. Like I, (laughs) I am not, it was not like, Oh, this is going to be a business venture. Like that's not how, you know, and kind of like you, you started like, this is just something for fun. Like I'm just trying to learn a new skill. And then it kind of slowly morphs into, which I think it's hard because sometimes, you know, not every hobby needs to become a business and sometimes, or yeah, like, you I know, think you, that's, yeah. A good yeah. Point. Like, and you don't have to, and if it does amazing. And if that's like your ultimate goal, great. But people have said to me, you know, Oh, you know, are you, you know, I hope it keeps growing and, you know, and yes, I want it to grow because I want people to enjoy it, but I'm yeah. not looking to necessarily like make this like a full-time job and, make money off of it. Like that's not my goal right now. Like at all. So I can understand and kind of relate to that. Like, okay, like part of me does want to do that. But then the other part of me is like, okay, but do I really have the capacity to do that? Yeah, exactly. Is that really like what is most important right now? So I think that is a difficult thing, but I do think it's important for stay at home parents to have something like that. And it like, again, like I said, even if it's just a hobby, you know, hobbies can just be hobbies. We don't need to make them <laughs> into yeah. anything more yeah. than that. Yeah, not everything has to be, yeah, like a side hustle or, you Right, know. exactly. And if it can, you know, if you can do something that is that still feels like fun for you and you can make a little money, great. You know, like, mm-hmm. who cares? You know, whatever. But, and maybe it's just all timing. Maybe as, you know, once, you know, your kids are a little older and Sullivan's, you know, in school and all of that, maybe you'll feel like, okay, maybe now this is the time to like, take it to the next thing. Or maybe, you know, just, I think it's, you know, I hope you don't feel a pressure (laughs) on yourself to like, make it something that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, um, there's like a mag food magazine. Um, and I was talking to one of the writers then, and she was like, Oh, well, where do you see, like the bakery in five years, you know, type thing and stuff. And I was like, honestly, like, I have no idea, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, uh, I'm just sort of like in the moment, you know, like enjoying what I'm doing, you know, in five years, I hope I'm baking, still baking, you know, and I hope I'm baking, you know, better bread. But what that looks like is, I don't know, you know, it's like, yeah, like you said, like at that time, like it could turn into, you know, like a storefront or like, Right. you know, renting out, you know, commercial space or whatever, but it's like, that's, you know, future Adam's problem to deal with. Right, like yeah, right exactly. now we're just, you know, baking out of our house and, you know, yeah, and I don't think... and stuff and having fun. So, yeah. And I think that's awesome. You know, I, yeah. I, and yeah, you, that's, I will, um, I will find that your article, he was just interviewed by a food magazine. It was such a good article. I loved oh, it. It was thanks. so awesome. Um, I, I don't remember if you shared it first or if I saw when Kylie shared it and I was like, Oh, Adam, you need to, you need to blast this, like get it out there. Yeah. I, was so I need, proud a, of I need you. somebody to do all my marketing. For yes. Me, yeah. I if you know anybody. You. Yeah. We could, we could set up that side hustle for sure. Yeah. Um, but I will put that in the show notes cause it's a really cool article. And if anyone is in the St. Louis area, um, and can go to that market and get some of your bread. It is, I can say from experience, he makes some damn good bread and not just bread. You made these when we were, well, this is when you were still in Houston. So this might've been pre-scale. I don't know. It could have been, Ooh, yeah. but, yeah, but yeah, those was, are good. you made um, some sort of like cinnamon, like apple, like, 
I don't know. They weren't really muffins, but they were. Yeah, they're like the morning bun things. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, my! Yeah. I like still dream about that. Was what five years ago? I still dream about those things. <laughs> they were so good, and I'll uh, make sure that I put your uh, Instagram for your bakery page on um, the show notes as well. So even you know, just follow them. I just like looking at your stuff that you make, even though I can't unfortunately eat it. But yeah. I will when trip, I come, you know, quick trip down. The I know, Louis. I know. I can't wait to come visit. We, it is on our to do list. I promise. Yeah. I'm going to try and make it this summer. Cause Tara just moved down there too. So oh, my nice. good friend Tara just moved to St. Louis as well. So, um, so yeah, I love that for you. And I am excited to see where baking takes you. Um, I guess my, one of my final questions is kind of if you, well, it's going to be a two part question. So first part, do you have any advice now that you're kind of like a vet? I'm going to call you a veteran stay-at-home parent. Wow. Yeah. Um, definitely more than I. So do you have any advice for stay-at-home parents? Just general advice. Um, I think I would say like, this is going to sound kind of lame, but like having like a daily routine that you do is like helpful you know, and getting through the day, I think there are some days like where you can just end up, you know, like not essentially doing anything, you know, if you don't have like, not that you have to like schedule like every minute of your day, but like having like a general like flow through the day, like helps, you know, um, everybody. agree completely. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. No, um, I think that's very solid. Cause I think yeah. for me in the very beginning and obviously newborn is like a totally different, that's, it's a yeah. totally different stage, but yeah. as that, you know, you get out of that a little bit and you are able to implement a little bit more of like an actual routine with like naps and feedings and all of that. Mm-hmm. I have found that it is so much easier to say like, okay, in the very beginning of the day, you know, we eat breakfast then we, you know, do this, this, and this, and then there's nap time. And then after nap, we're going to take the dog for a walk. And then, you know, and it just yeah. kind of like, it, it makes your day go really fast. It makes it more enjoyable. You don't feel like you said, you don't feel like, what have I done today? You know, even yeah. though you've done 50 things, but you don't really feel like you've done anything because you're kind of just like floating around. Just yeah, doing... like, yeah, I guess I'll do that. Or yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right. And then, um, I guess to anyone, if you have advice to the working parent, if there is a working parent in the partnership, um, so we're talking about, you know, like couples that are parents, unfortunately, single parents, we're not going to be speaking to you right now, but do you have any advice to like the working parents out there as just being a partner that stays home? You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah what you would, you know, say to that working parent, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think like just speaking to Kylie, who is like a working payment parent, when you get her on the podcast, she can give her own opinion. But I think yes. what, what I appreciate of what she does is like when she comes home, she sort of like, not necessarily takes the lead, but like she, you know, helps out with the kids more and sort of like gives me like a little bit of like a mental break, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, she's sort of like the one that's on and I can sort of, you know, like not coast the rest of the night, but like, you know, like sit back and like decompress and relax a little bit. So like, I think being a working parent, like that is helpful, you know? And then I would say like not feeling guilty, you know, like I think, um, 
sometimes like a working parent, like I know when I was working is like, you can feel like you're missing out on a lot or, Mm -hmm. you know, like things like that. But I mean, just to like, let that go and like, just like be present, like when you are there is like much more beneficial than, you know, like you missed out on so much and then sort of like losing the night type thing. So yeah, no, I think that's uh, very good advice. Be present and um, yeah. I love that. No, I think Jordan is the same way. Like when he comes home from work, um, that probably like, part of our, our evening routine is like, he'll come home from work. And right now he's kind of laid up. He tore his Achilles. So he's Oof. kind of just chilling, um, <laughs> in the evenings anyways, cause he can't do much. He's on crutches. But even before that, like he would come home and kind of take Chandler and either like take him for a walk or take him in the backyard or take him you know, to go do something so that Mm -hmm. I can like even start dinner and even like, I don't even care to, I'm happy to do dinner if I don't have a one and a half year old hanging right, from yeah. my pants. And all you have to do is make dinner. Like, yeah, yeah. That's easy. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is like easy peasy. Thank you. I will yeah. take it. So that is kind of like part of our routine. And that mm-hmm. is so helpful because that's almost, I turn on like a podcast. I start dinner. I like zone out. I put my yeah. headphones in. Like yeah. <laughs> I can kind of just be in my own element for a little bit before I'm right back to momming. So yeah, um, I think I, yeah, I think that's very solid advice. So, well, thank you for talking through this. Is there anything else that we didn't cover that you maybe would want to talk about, you know, being a stay-at-home dad? I think you did a great job discussing it. Um, yeah, nothing there... else on my okay. end. No, yeah, okay. thank you so much. Yeah. Of course. Um, so my final question, I am so curious. If you could do anything just for the hell of it, what would it be? Um, probably start a bakery and then like sell bread out of my house while I'm a stay at home dad, I guess. Yeah. Like that's sort of like my, like for the hell of it type thing. It was, it was yeah. kind of like, you know, I was like, well, you know, why not? Like now is like the time like to do it, you know, and stuff. So yeah. Like you that. said, like I, you have your podcast and I have my bakery and stuff. So yes. yeah, that's oh my, gosh. my for the hell of it. Well, I can't wait till that happens. I will be at your opening day and I'm going to eat all the bread. Yeah. Perfect. All of it. I can't wait. Well, thank you friend for doing this. I can't wait to have Kylie on to kind of do this part two. Um, I think you, you guys know how much I love you both. I think you guys are an awesome couple with awesome kids. So, um, I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you too. Wow. I so appreciate Adam's insight on being a stay-at-home dad and all that he has learned in the last five years of doing it. And I'm so proud of him for going after a dream and taking his baking to the next level. And I hope to be visiting his storefront bakery one day. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would love it if you would rate and review the show. Not only does it help others find the podcast, but it also makes my day so much brighter. If you're not already, be sure to follow For the Elevate on Instagram for behind the scenes, updates on episodes, and random chatter from me. As always, thanks for being here, friends. I'll see you next week. <laughs>